This is Retirement Paradise with Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Greg provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in paradise. Aloha, and welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, please feel free to give us a call at 791-2924 or visit us online at therogroup.org. While at the website, you can click on the radio page. There's a link there or just go to retirementparadiseradio.com and that's where you can check out past shows and subscribe to our show either on iTunes, Google Play or Spotify. Now, what we're going to talk about today uh, might not be for everyone, but there's going to be some really good financial tips um, that everybody will get some value out of. And that is that not everybody has a steady income coming in where it's the same every pay period or month in and month out. Um, example, if you're a small business owner, uh, a salesperson, maybe a real estate agent, you depend on commissions or maybe even a freelancer who's dependent uh, upon contract work you're probably very aware of this. So how can people with income that fluctuates make financial decisions that set them up for success, even if there's some uncertainty involved? Now that's what we're gonna tackle today, uh, but before we get further into this topic, let me introduce my co-host with the most, the one and only Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? <laughs> wow, what an introduction. Thanks, Greg. <laughs> I feel honored and undeserving um, of that great introduction. Uh, but Greg, great to be here. Thanks for having me on the show. I have had a great week, although, you know, it's been a tough one uh, with the market. But this this topic, I'm feeling a little conscientious. I mean, I don't know if you know this, Greg, but a lot of people in the radio industry either start out, they are freelancers or they have to do a lot of freelance work on the side to help pay bills. So I am very interested in this week's topic. Well, that's right. Uh, you do did that for a long time. You were a band promoter. Yep. Um, I was yep. going to introduce you as band promoter, music lover. Um, but <laughs> yeah, that's true. I am. <laughs> I did radio promotions and promoted a lot of uh, different artists and music um, to radio and marketed a lot. And so I, I'm a huge music uh, geek, I guess is the right word. <laughs> but you're all, you're very familiar with the, the ups and downs of income. And, oh, yeah. Uh, People in the radio industry aren't alone. You know, freelance work is is a primary uh, career for supplemental income. It's actually very common. And this one's uh, one of those things that people are referencing when you've heard the term uh, gig economy. Yeah, or side hustle. Those are the two terms. Uh, <laughs> uh, the gig economy and everyone has a side hustle. And I've heard people use that term. I feel like it's one of those buzzwords that you hear a lot, like crowdsourcing. So, but what does gig economy represent to you, Greg? What does that mean? Well, in my opinion, when people refer to the gig economy, they're acknowledging that there's a lot more uh, temporary independent work that people um, can take on. And these aren't full-time jobs that come with benefits or set hours. Um, I think of things like uh, rideshare services like Uber or Lyft 
at what people often think of as the gig economy. Uh, but to me, it can represent truly any job that's contracted and offers fewer benefits than a typical full-time job. Oh, okay. Uh, that's interesting. And the temporary aspect is one of the reasons why they say gig, obviously. <laughs> right. And the, the gig economy certainly isn't new. Uh, but one of those things that I think is interesting about it is that it calls attention to people who have fluctuating income. Uh, income fluctuation is as old as time, and that has always been one of those you know cons of entrepreneurship, I would say. Um, you know, small business owners, um, the list goes on. And today, though, it's not just those entrepreneurs or small business owners who can feel um, the sting of fluctuating income. In fact, one of our sources today is an article uh, from CNBC.com. They recently explored this topic, and this article is titled, These Tactics Can Smooth Out Your Finances When You Have Unpredictable Income. And so you discovered that unpredictable income is common? Yes. Um, the article pointed out that there fewer than half of Americans can come up with $1,000 in case of emergency. And while that includes people who have all kinds of jobs, you can imagine the additional challenges that someone with the unpredictable income might have with that. Um, one month you might have, say, 10000 in your savings, but if the work dries up, you don't close as many sales in the weeks that follow, um, you know, environment things, people stop coming into your store for whatever reason, you might not be able to absorb um, a $500 hit if that continues, you know, for some period of time. Wow. So uh, it seems like maybe trying to build a dependable emergency fund is something that could help people with uncertain income. Definitely. Absolutely right. And that's where I was going with this one. Um, there are a number of schools of thought with that in terms of how much you should try to stash in your emergency fund. Um, but the hardcore core rule that I follow is a minimum of three months to income. And uh, sometimes with our clients, we try to do six months income, double that. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, that makes sense. So, But you just said that fewer than half of Americans can come up with $1,000 in an emergency. I assume that three months of take-home income is significantly higher than that. Yes, good catch, Tony. And it's it's even rarer that people have, you know, three months worth of income or six months worth of income. And the CNBC article actually confirmed that 65% of families don't have near that amount in their emergency funds. So that doesn't mean that people should stop striving to save that much though. I mean, part of your personal financial plan should be to continue padding your emergency fund at every opportunity in order to get it built up to that level. And that can be hard for anyone, let alone someone with uncertain income. So let's say you're a salesperson, um, maybe a realtor who worked your tail off, uh, do you have, uh, and you have an amazing month. You don't necessarily just want to pay your bills and put the rest in the emergency fund. You know, you might want to go out and spoil yourself a little bit. Um, but doing just the the previous example might be the smart decision, though. Yeah, I mean, you'd think that it, you'd at least want to treat yourself to a nice dinner out or something, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. In addition to aiming to build up your emergency fund, it can be smart to provide yourself with, you know, attainable, reasonable rewards. Yeah. And that makes sense to me. I have a feeling that you probably have quite a few more valuable items to discuss on this topic. Uh, but before we do, let's let our listeners know how they can set up that complimentary consultation with you to sit down and discuss this and come up with a plan. 
Yeah, um, great idea. And whether you know our listeners are feel confident about the amount of money if, that they're seeing every month, or if you have one of those uncertain professions, it's important to make the appropriate decisions in order to achieve your retirement goals. That's building up your emergency fund, which we just covered, but also making sure you're tucking enough money away um, for the future. So if you'd like any more information about this topic, you have some comments you'd like to share, I always love talking with our listeners. Um, please feel free to give us a call. 791-2924 is our number, or visit us online at therogroup.org. All right. And today on Retirement Paradise, uh, with our host, Greg Gunther, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore, uh, we're here talking about uh, what you can do to reduce the impact of those peaks and valleys of fluctuating income. For some, the bulk of their income is uncertain, like some small business people or commission-heavy sales position or freelancers. Well, for others, it may just be a little supplemental income, like a part-time rideshare driver or what I call a side hustle. And even if you feel like your income is fairly dependable, it sounds, Greg, like you may find value in some of these tips. Um, so let's get to some more. Earlier in the show, you mentioned the importance of an emergency fund. So what else is important to navigate these peaks and valleys? Well, the next tip to go over, which and I love how this one is stated, and that is to know what it costs to be you. Uh, you, can, <laughs> you, can, you can't make important decisions about how to use your income if you don't know how much you need to get by. I mean, each of us have a unique number that it costs just to be us month in and month out. And that's exactly how uh, CNBC.com put it in that uh, previous article that I referenced. Well, I would imagine that it does cost a lot more to, say, be a movie star than it costs to be a podcast co-host. Oh, well, I know, Tony, you're living the lavish lifestyle, I know, but <laughs> right. <laughs> but you're probably right. And, and that's why it's really important to look at what it costs to be you. And that's everything from your mortgage payments to your groceries to your monthly subscriptions, your gym memberships, your hobbies. It all adds up. And that's basically what it costs to be you. Wow. So do you recommend that people act on that information or is this just for awareness? Well, I would say um, it's a little bit of both. And sometimes it's just good to be aware of what you're paying for particular services so you can determine if you're getting that value out of them. Uh, but when you look at it and you look at the list of everything that it costs to be you, it's a perfect time to maybe trim a little fat out of your budget. Another idea, um, I like this one, is that you link your bank account to your phone so you get notifications every time your card is charged. And that's not just oh, you know, wow. to prevent to prevent fraud, um, but it serves as a reminder, you know, makes you acutely aware of the money that you're spending on a daily basis. Um, by adding a little bit of control over what you're spending each month, you'll prepare yourself to pad your savings a little bit during good months and spend a little less in lean ones. Yeah, it sounds like a winning strategy. So what's another tip you have for us? Well, I think this is a really important one. And the next tip is to think about percentages when you're putting money away for retirement uh, and versus the a, a fixed dollar amount. Now, if you have set a, a fixed dollar amount in your head of what you're trying to put away, it can add a lot of strain um, during the months when you don't have as much money coming in and it creates stress on, on you. So instead of having a targeted dollar amount, aim for a percentage of your income. Interesting. I've never heard it put that way. That's a great point. If I had a 
set amount in my head uh, that I needed. Like I want to put a thousand dollars toward retirement each and every month. And I only made $2,000 in a particular month. My stress level would be off the charts. Right, exactly. And I think many of us would too. Um, so instead, let's say you decide you want to put away between 10 and 20% of your monthly income for retirement. At the end of the year, it all evens out to a responsible amount that you put away. But you put away more, you know, when you when you make more and you put less when you make less. Another important thing that I think is good for everyone to keep in mind is this. You can always put less away for retirement if times get tight. You don't have to stay at a set percentage amount each month. Um, if you hit a rough patch, you can always reduce what you're putting away. But not putting money away because you're worried about that potential rough patch means that you're missing out on growth potential. Um, it's a little more flexible than, say, your fixed bills. Uh, by putting money away today, that money can potentially grow. And then there's potential growth on that growth. And, you know, we talked about the time value of money and the compounding interest. Um, but we also know nothing is certain when it comes to retirement income. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good to be able to uh, try to get as much compounding interest on your money as possible. And that seems like a good reason to put money into a retirement account if you need an additional push. Yeah, and I, I feel like it can be easy for people who have less certainty in their income to hold themselves back um, from putting money away. You always have that you know, built-in excuse that you don't know how much you'll make next month. And look, I, I get that, but if you let yourself look at it that way, you'll never take the leap to put money away towards retirement, and that will handcuff your ability to have that retirement of your dreams. So I always recommend talking to a financial services professional and crafting a strategy um, so you know what you can expect in retirement and have a goal in place. Yep. And I'm looking forward to the rest of the tips. Now, if our listeners say, hey, I'd like to put a plan together to do this, or I need to get on track, you can help them with that, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I Give us a call at 791-2924. We are offering our listeners... Um, no cost, no obligation consultation. So whether it's just finding out, you know, what your risk tolerance is, uh, maybe forecasting your retirement date to see if you're on track, figuring out how much you need to save, um, whatever that might be, um, we're definitely willing to help. Um, you can also visit us online at therogroup.org. We've got a lot of videos up there and you can kind of take baby steps. And then if you're ready and you need some more advice, um, I'm always eager to help. Well, that's great. And I think it's great you offer that to our listeners, Greg. Now you are listening to Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And good show so far. What's another tip, Greg, though, that our audience really should be considering when it comes to preparing for uncertain income? Well, the next tip is one that I've struggled with myself, Tony, and that's um, ditching those auto pay uh, systems. Now, for many of us, the days of sitting at the kitchen table, writing checks to, for paying the bills and mailing them are long gone. I mean, not only are most of our recurring payments made online, but many companies also offer this auto payment option that truly takes it out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, I actually really like auto payments. Uh, what, what is it that would make them problematic? Well, it's not that I don't like them, but they can be troublesome for people who have that unpredictable income. You know, earlier in the show, we suggested that you put away a percentage of your income for retirement, which is a great idea. So let's say you move a portion of your money into your retirement account, and then the next day, um, 
your maybe your income is is a few days later than you thought and one of your big auto payment hits and you're having a lean month money's not there you get you know charge additional fees and uh that could really add up in a hurry yeah yeah i, I in the past i had had that happen um and so basically what you're saying is auto payments can take away uh some of your awareness of your full financial picture and that definitely is bad right well put and that and it can be a timing issue you know if you have uh, unpredictable income it's not necessarily that you don't have the money to pay your bills it just might not be it's in the right account at the right time. So paying your bills manually for those who have that fluctuating income uh, could probably eliminate some of those timing concerns. Yeah, I definitely feel that pain. I'm, uh, you know, I've experienced bad timing. So what's the next topic on the list? Well, not to continue on a negative path, but if you're someone who has uncertain income, it's probably important for you to consider reducing your monthly expenses and living more frugally. Now. I know that idea of living frugally has negative connotations and but you know it really doesn't have to by by carefully considering the things that you splurge on and limiting to your actual required monthly expenses you'll be better prepared for times when you don't make as much money well so maybe more along the lines of limiting uh which cable package i choose uh, than say maybe sleeping on the floor right Right. I'd say that's a pretty good example. You know, and it's not that you have to deprive yourself of all the things that you view as important to your quality of life. In fact, I think prioritizing the things that are important to you and spending your money on those things uh, that's less important is one of the best things you can do. Um, but taking your cable example, you know, if you view cable as luxury instead of a requirement, you can consider which cable package you actually need and pay less accordingly. Or if cable is particularly important to you, then you may decide to spend more of your money on that and cancel the gym membership instead. It's, it's you know, it's an individual basis. Um, you know, with cable too, with now Netflix and Hulu and other services, more people are leaving cable or satellite TV and just subscribing to those um, and saving money there. So applying this type of logic to all your discretionary spending will likely mean that you'll have a little more in the bank at the end of the month and that little more is particularly important when you have to stretch a little farther um, when you don't know when your income's coming in. Yeah, good point. And I feel like a lot of this, uh, this topic, the things we've discussed today, are really helpful for anybody to think about, not just those who have fluctuations in their income. I totally agree. And if you think about it, the things we've been discussing today are really important for everyone to consider. Um, having an emergency fund, knowing what your expenses are, uh, limiting them when and where possible, and putting away money towards retirement. I mean, none of these are you know earth shattering, but they all just uh, get a little bit more important You know, when the money you have coming in month in and month out varies. So as always, I think it's a great idea to talk to a financial services professional like myself to help craft a strategy um, for your retirement income. Yeah, for sure. Get a plan in place. And this has been a great discussion. I always uh, get some new insights from you. Unfortunately, we're out of time for today's show. Uh, where should our audience go to learn more? Well, you can visit our website at therogroup.org or call my office at 791-2924 and we can discuss um, your strategies, answer some of your questions and concerns, and whether the peaks and valleys of uncertain income are something that 
concerns you. And that might even be something that happens during retirement. You know, when the markets are going up and down and crazy like they are right now, your income in retirement might fluctuate. And we have strategies in place for that. So uh, my clients don't really have to worry. Um, we try to market proof their uh, retirement income strategies. So if you want to learn more, please give us a call. Our number again, 791-2924. All right. And that concludes our time for today's episode of Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org. Greg Gunther and the Retirement Optimization Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.